Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of the Donald Jeffries Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host, combat veteran, precious metals analyst, and alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. Unintimidated. This is America Unplugged. All right, what's going on? How's everybody doing? It is America Unplugged right here on Rockfin and on AmericaUnplugged.com and AmericaUnplugged.podbeam.com. You guys know the deal. Sydney Powell tried to sabotage us, but we just wouldn't let her do it. You know what I mean? She's outside right now uh, with uh, wearing her um, what a leopard print turtleneck, trying to get in uh, to America Unplugged Studios and trying to cause <laughs> havoc and, you know, do all the things that she does. I hear Marjorie Taylor Greene is in the background, too. You know, they're all trying to attack America Unplugged, but we're not going to let them. We're not going to let them sabotage. We're going to we're going to freaking broadcast today, no matter what. How's everybody doing? I'm here with the usual suspects, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tony Arterburn. <clears throat> Sorry, I was <laughs> screaming all night. Um, <laughs> I went to a Rage Against the Machine concert, and I know how some people feel about Rage, but it's just the greatest band in the history of the planet. Greatest live band ever. Okay, and, I, and I'll debate any one of you. All right, Tone. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Well, I know you've been to the the, uh, the concerts, and you sent me a couple of videos, so, so I played that today when I was at my gym uh, training before <laughs> America Unplugged. So, yeah, it's, it's good energy. It's good music. Yeah, man, it's, it's this un, unmatched energy, raw music. It's, it's incredible. You don't have that anymore. So catch it while you can. Mr. Don Jeffries, the legendary, how are you? Okay, how you doing? We're, we're, we've got this bottled up rage, so we're going to be raging against the machine today as we do every week. As we do every week. <laughs> and, of course, we're joined by Kenzie this week. We have the privilege and the honor. How are you, Kenzie? What's going on? I'm good. Is that what I'm feeling? It's bottled rage. Yeah, bottled okay. rage. We're about bottled to rage. We're, we're about to <laughs> unlock it and let it loose on the people here at America Unplugged. They're gonna rage with us. We're gonna rage together. We have so much to rage about. Just like um that shooter in Ohio, you know, the, that that decided he wanted to go shoot the FBI because you know Mar-a-Lago got stormed and good lord, that is sacred ground. I actually heard. Um, Steve Bannon on InfoWars say that that is sacred ground and it was violated by the FBI when they went in there and took whatever it is they took. And we can we can debate uh, whether or not, you know, that was the thing to do or whatever. But Mar-a-Lago is far from sacred ground. OK, Jeffrey Epstein was picking up chicks left and right over there in, in, in a sacred ground. And who knows what the hell uh, Donald Trump did over there, sacred ground, my ass. What the fuck is going on with people? And he goes on there and he says this, like, it's all good. And people believe it. Or people want to subscribe to it. And now the Trump support is, is through the roof. <laughs> I don't understand it. Tone, give me something on this. What is going on here, man? What was I? I am losing my freaking mind. What's going on? Well, yesterday on my show, I gave an analysis and said, you know, look, uh, Trump gets raided, and all of a sudden he's back out in front. I mean, whatever momentum DeSantis had that we were talking about, Trump, you know, having some challenge in the Republican nomination, if he's mm. still doing that. I think he's got it locked in now. I mean, look at the sympathies there. He's raising tons of money again. Ugh. I didn't say I liked it. I just said that's what's happening. I mean, right, he's, right, right. he's literally the front runner again. Not that I don't think he slipped that far, but he had a lot of challenges. You know, he's he's made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I don't what's going to come of this document raid. I was thinking about on the way to the studio this morning. I thought, <laughs> has anybody ever asked, what about the Israelis? You know, the Israelis got all of our most of our nuclear secrets. They were developing a bomb against all international treaties with our help and the non-nuclear proliferation in the 1960s is what made I mean, JFK hit the roof. But no one ever discusses their 300 atomic weapons and their capabilities based on our technology and what our government shared with them. So 
all of a sudden, like you see the headlines on Drudge and they're like, he has nuclear secrets. First of all, if it's that lax where you don't know where your documents are, I mean, that's that's a whole other conversation. But I don't I don't know if they're just making something up. This is a psyop within a psyop, Billy. Uh, again, you can give like, you know, level one political analysis. But then there's the, also the question of why. Right. You know, you and I talked about this. If, if Donald Trump would have raided Hillary's house when he was president, and, and rightly so, because she broke all kinds of laws, whether you're talking about Uranium One or having a private server, she broke the law. Right. right? If he'd have raided her, we would have said, yeah, go get her. And we look at this, and, and of course, we're saying, well, this is you know outrageous. And it kind of is, because it's not the same thing, but there is something has changed. I mean, previous administrations would always leave each other alone, like it was the unspoken rule. Somebody, you know, you go back to the Frost-Nixon interviews in the 1970s. You know, Nixon famously said, when the president does it, it's not illegal, you know, because mm -hmm. that's the way presidents think, you know, and they, they it's that continuous revolution of the ruling a class over us and they have stopped that so something with Merrick Garland something with something is baked into this but I also just wonder if if they if they're almost like setting him up to be a martyr of some kind oh yes. we lost Kenzie oh she'll be but back let's let, let's also keep in mind right um that and I think you're right something seriously up it's the Trump effect that that's done this but it's also solidifying the left-right paradigm but uh you know, now we got people um, saying that, you know, if they find something, whatever that something is, if they find something, it was planted. So let's let's say the dude actually committed a crime here. We know Hillary Clinton committed crimes. We know Obama committed. We know that. We know that. Nothing was done. It is what it is. Something is being done now. For what reasons, I don't know. But already they're saying, well, you know, it, it was if they find anything, it's planted. So this guy has figured out, I mean, the, the secrets of all mankind. I don't know. I, I saw a comedian the other day saying they asked him, what kind of girl do you want? And he was like, I want I want a girl like a Trump supporter because, you know, she won't believe a damn thing anybody says about me. Be like, oh, you were out with another woman? Nah, 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 nah. That That's a. Uh, that's fake news, babe. That's fake news. You know, <laughs> she's like, okay. You know, so I mean, it's 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 coming from his mouth. It, it originated from him when he said, oh, things are being planted, just like it originated from his mouth that um, that uh, the election is was a uh, fraudulent and he was and if he lost, it was a steal. He was saying this years before it actually happened because he was prepping himself to have an excuse. If something right. ever happened, this is the way the freaking dude works, right? So all the conspiracy theory starts out of his mouth, right? And now um, people have, I mean, the, the, the right has completely subscribed to it. And I mean, the mainstream, right? I don't know what's going on in the alternative. I haven't heard much takes from everybody, but the mainstream right is, is going right along with it. And all these politicians are going right along with it, you know, saying, oh, this is, this is ridiculous. And it was staged. And, and I mean, not staged. And if they find anything, it was planted. You know, they're really trying to take down the man, you know, or whatever. Like, come on, Trump is a piece of shit. <laughs> Plain and simple. There is no debate here. He is a piece of human excrement. And um, and uh, is he responsible for nonsense? Yeah. One more thing before I throw it to Don. This man didn't read the briefings that they gave him every freaking morning. He would toss them to the side. You think he's reading secret documents? He's not. He has no idea what's in these boxes. Like uh, it was a, what was it? Woodward reported in his book. He spent two years with, with Trump trying to write this book and Trump would never take the morning briefings or the, the briefings that you get uh, after uh, when, uh, when you're not president anymore, you still continue to get them. He's not reading these things. He's, he has them piled up in, on his desk somewhere. He's not reading these documents either. So I don't know what the hell is going on here. And, and uh, he, he's saying, release the documents. You must release the documents. He tweeted out on Truth Social. You must re release them now. Meanwhile, he has them the entire time, and he can actually release them. But that hasn't been done either. I don't know what's going on. What's your take on this, Don? 
Well, you know, as a, as a Trump agnostic, you know, we're the smallest minority group in the country, so I'm probably the only one out there seeing it like this. But uh, if, as I have postulated, if this was a, the great Trumpenstein project and Trump is a giant orange actor, uh, this certainly kind of fits into the script, doesn't it? Because uh, this was a fantastic career move for him politically because he's reinvigorated his support. Uh, right. He's already a martyr in many eyes. And uh, also, the other, it also serves to give the people that hate him, the people that have fallen for this project and have TDS, uh, this gives them great hope. And so they're walking around, you know, with uh, bulges in their pants because, uh, you know, they, they finally got, they think they finally got something <laughs> on him, right? So uh, they're, uh, I don't know, you know, again, it, it, it will be much ado about nothing probably because I don't, people at Trump's level never get prosecuted for anything. Right. And of course, this thing about, uh, planting something here. This is all again part of the Trump and Stein project. Now it's impossible to have a dialogue with people because whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is, it's fake news. Same yeah. thing here. If whatever they find on whoever you don't like, well, it was planted. They did it. So, and, and it's, it's interesting to see because the right, of course, is traditionally, and Trump as recently as last week was, you know, all into his hard law and order mode, this disastrous thing, which makes conservatives unlovable because they defend this horrible policing for profit system. And he was talking about, we need the death penalty for drug dealers, you know, that kind of thing. So again, he's throwing red meat out there to some of his supporters. And now just less than a week later, he's the victim. You know, if you believe the, if you believe the, uh, the scenario here, he's right. the victim of, of an out of control, uh, in this case, FBI, but it's all part of the law enforcement system. These these are all part and parcel with the no-knock raids that conservatives loved, and many liberals did too, and they started approving them back when the 80s, when SWAT teams became popular. So I don't think Trump probably has much affinity for all the poor people that got their doors kicked, the wrong doors kicked in and shot dead, as happened repeatedly over and over again, and no police were ever uh, punished for any of that. So it's nice to see the right is finally, and they also, I don't think that they care that this is the same FBI that was the main architect of the cover-up of the JFK assassination, 9-11, uh, FBI sharpshooter Lon Horiuchi blew off Vicki Weaver's head. Mm. Uh, it, well, Trump's attorney general, William, William Barr, by the way, was a character witness for Lon Horiuchi, but I'm sure Trump didn't know that, though. You know, he's Mr. Outsider. He did. So the <laughs> FBI has been doing these things for years. You got Frederick <laughs> Whitehurst that testified in the 90s about how, the FBI lab was constantly rigging evidence and they, they would they have, I don't know how many prisoners they had to release because of DNA evidence at that point. So the FBI has been horrible for a long time. So I'm on board with the Republicans for this. I too want to defund the FBI. Uh, I, I will go as far as wanting to defund the police too, as far as uh, defunding policing for profit. Let's, let's refocus them, which they, they never do. But uh, I don't I, again, I expect the left and the right not to see it that way, because the same is, as Billy Ray pointed out, rightfully so. These are the same people that were aghast at defunding the police. But you can also say that the left, the same people that wanted to defund the police are aghast at the notion of defunding this FBI, because this FBI is cool to them. They love this FBI because this FBI is going after the man they really hate. And they want to see hung in the public square. So both sides, again, this this is part of the Trumpenstein project. He's got everybody on edge. And I guess I was tired of I don't know why anybody else is not tired of the Trumpenstein project, but apparently they're not because nope. maybe they're coming back with act two now. And uh, he's mm -hmm. going to have more support. Poor DeSantis, you know, DeSantis is like he was a new boy, but he's going to have to wait his turn, I guess. But <laughs> this is this. It's, it's just ridiculous. It's more distractions. But uh uh, we, if, if if they can criticize the FBI, but it's not going to happen because the, the people on the right, the only reason they only are upset about this raid. Yeah. They're not upset about anything else. They're not even talking about they, at least they could incorporate this into a discussion on the political prisoners and how they've been held with that due process for over a year. And the things, you know, you know how many of, of those people that the FBI crashed in their doors. They did that to a lot of these people, too. It's Julie Kelly yeah. and others have pointed out, but Trump's not going to even mention them. Because and, and neither will his support is it's all about him. And that's why it's such a disaster. The people that are on this bandwagon, it's all about his personality both ways. So, uh, you know, I, I know I'm in a, a small minority here, but I, I see it as scripted theater. And I, I don't think it's going to matter uh, at all beyond that. I'm with you. I don't think it's going to matter much. And the difference between you and, and everybody else is that you want to mm -hmm. see the FBI defunded. And you want to see the police defunded, right? Like, I mean, the thing is, right? Uh, like, what's what's up? What's up? I hear. Well, let, let me just let me just uh, my my buddy, my old buddy from high school, Richard Michael Reyes, 
Uh, yeah. He was he was one of the guys that uh, our late friend Mark Costello and I, we, we were writing a vampire novel at age 14. That's the first thing I tried really to write. Seriously. So that's we read Dracula. <laughs> Richard Reyes, it's glad to see you here. And uh, he's he's questioning me, saying a plant is not even possible. Richard, if you read my other stuff, you know that I think that law enforcement at all levels probably plants things all the time. And hell, how many times they've been caught on videotape planting drugs in people's cars? Nobody seems to care. So sure, they could have planted something here, but I will see what they what it is so but I, I don't think they planted it just because it was trump i think this is what they do and again i think it, this is all part of the script but i certainly <laughs> believe that law enforcement is capable of planning something <laughs> kenzie i'm coming to you right now i mean but but do we really need to plant something it's donald trump he probably did some dumb shit he doesn't he's not even aware of right so but 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 also right um we have you know um and, and like you pointed out earlier and I, and I think we spoke about it off air so i'm going to repeat it um, the, the same people that, that, that were screaming, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is, who is freaking a Trump tart if there ever was one. I mean, there, there's no other way to describe these people. Okay. She sits and she goes, you know, um, defund the FBI, but she was screaming. No, that's a stupid idea. Defund the cops. What are you talking about? That's ridiculous. That's un-American. That's ridiculous. The, the hypocrisy is next level. It doesn't matter, right? That, that, that nobody has any backbone. They just want to support their team, no matter what their team does. This, this is how ridiculous this is. This has gotten, and they're all all over conservative media. Oh, we need to defund the FBI. Stupid ass. Um, what's his name? Sean Hannity saying, "Hey, I, I, I don't recognize this America. There are two different Americas here. There are two <laughs> different law systems, systems of uh, judicial systems." I'm like, really, really. Yeah. Now there are two systems all of a sudden. I like the, I like the FBI that sent letters to Martin Luther King urging him to assassinate him, kill himself. Right, That's the right, FBI like. right, right. I'm like, come on here. What is going on? It's it's more blatant the lies than ever before. They're just counting on you being dumb as a stone and not noticing this. All right. Like mm -hmm. I've just never seen anything like it. Kenzie, what are you thinking? Uh, I mean, immediately. When all this broke out, you saw, on, well, I don't know how active you guys are, are online. So on Twitter and on Instagram, some of the largest accounts that I can think of that are completely against anybody and everybody politically, right? Boom, snap of a finger. They're all on the same page. All of them. And you got to find that kind of interesting because you've got so many people that I would say are kind of like-minded like myself, might follow in the views of of a Don Jeffries, you know, we're just kind of outcast. We're fringe characters out here. And we say maybe some wacky things yeah. and immediately you can tell that, okay, these accounts have been up for a year, three years. They've just been building until this moment for this script, because all of these people that hated Trump or didn't like any political party now have a side to pick. They've gone and bought their t-shirt at the WWE. They're sitting front row and now their character, you know, is putting on a show for you. And I feel like this could go one of two ways, because if they actually did something with Trump, first of all, I don't think that they'll actually do anything with Trump. He'll just go away on his island and that'll be it while we all think that something happened. Um, but the other side of that is Teflon Don. Nothing sticks. <laughs> Nothing Don. sticks. And that's from my friend Drew. I, I did not come up with that. I'm not smart enough for that. Um <laughs> So hilarious. But I see that. I see that because nothing is ever stuck to this guy. Mm -hmm. So right now it's it's weird because it is all political theater. I don't think that Biden's going to be here next time. Harris isn't doing this. Um, a gruesome Newsome might come in and it could be him and Trump battling it out. We'll see what happens. Either way, I don't like it. I don't like it. Ooh. If if Trump gets away with all the stuff that we're talking about that they're portraying in the media, which can you really say you got away with anything if the whole thing is scripted? It's a big show. The whole world is a show. You're watching a movie right now. Um, what happens after that? Because my big fear when Trump was in office and if he gets in office again and those that support him just so blindly support him, it's very tunnel vision. Yeah. I have concerns over how you can steer this country like let's say that we got rid of the fbi the cia and all the alphabet agencies that you know today but trump just relabels them under one new brand that has 10 times more power 
Like, mm. what good is that then? You make uh, you make a lot of sense. Continue. Go ahead. I mean, that's that's. I'll just leave it at that and let you guys discuss it. I haven't I haven't come far enough into my thinking process on this yet. I'm still right. trying to play it through because it's either one Trump goes away on an island, or two, uh, what I just mentioned, and our life gets ten times harder, but. The people that think that they are screaming for freedom don't realize it because they are enjoying watching their show. Right. They're, they're, they want to see the next season, and that's what they're waiting on. Oh, my God. That sounds all too real to me. And it's, it's very scary. I hope it does not come to pass. If Gavin Newsom is the best that the Democrats have to offer, oh it's going to be a problem. <laughs> He really looks like right. a villain, does he, he not? He looks like the vampire that yeah. Don Jeffries was writing about when he was 14. That's, <laughs> like, That's exactly I mean, right. The, the, the guy will has to lose unless the, the Democrats get together again and just freaking vote for whomever, a broomstick. That's not Donald Trump, and that is very possible. Also, I want to I put in one more thing before we move on here. Um, and I want to talk about about uh, uh, Donald Trump pleading the fifth and what that means. Oh, my but, God. <laughs> what's up, Kenzie? What I'm sorry. I've just seen too many clips this week where, you, you know, back in the past, Donald was like, if you plead the fifth, oh, I got you, you I got are you. automatically yeah, yeah, yeah. guilty. I got yes, you. Yes, I, yes, I got yes. you, Kenzie. <laughs> we, we are on the same wavelength here, you and I. Um, but um, I want to talk about Bernard Couric and his dumb ass, right? Coming out and saying... <laughs> You know, oh, my God, they're going to kill Donald Trump. Very responsible of you, brother, to put something like that out on nationwide television. Right. And now they're using it. Right. So you Is have that the same guy that said that he would be arrested on stage and this and that, too. Or we got like five different people shouting weird things out there on radio. Uh, maybe we got. Five. What's up, Tony? You know some? Well, there's more than one. She, she's she's okay. I mean, they're all they're all well, Trump. Guys. Trump did pardon him, so you know he is kind yeah. of the truth to him. That's another thing, <laughs> but 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 the guy was groomed by Rudolph freaking Giuliani. There's nothing else to say here. He was they're the all in line. DHS. <laughs> they're all they're oh all God. in line together. You know all of these people, and he comes out and says something like that. It's a work, man. They're trying to spark something. You know this is getting really crazy. Anyway, uh, Tony, do you have something to say about this, or otherwise we're moving on? Just a couple of thoughts. Uh, you can't you can't plead the fifth if you can't plead the first, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> little throwback. But you know, uh, the the FBI, I think it, they have steered our elections, right? In at least the last two, probably more than that. But if you go back to October of 2016, major event. If you look at my Twitter timeline. The day that James Comey came out and said they were reopening the investigation with two or so weeks left to go in the election and looking at Anthony Weiner's laptop and it involved Hillary Clinton. When he mm. did that, I said, Donald Trump will be president. Right. And, and, right. I, I, and I did three tweets. I repeat this because it was just enough. It was a political calculation of just enough to capture enough in the middle for people either to stay home or to change their vote. Look at what they've done here. And again, I don't know if this is a work of some kind, but it seems just like Kenzie mentioned, all these accounts and people that were neutral. Now they're they're backing Donald Trump. So all of the the vaccine talk and all of the the, the abandoning the J January 6th people, not even saying Ashley Babbitt's name for six mm -hmm. months, all that's washed away. Right. So, again, I've always said, you know, Donald Trump is the greatest gift to the globalist ever. Because he Ever. did everything and he neutralized those who would be uh, most vocal because mm -hmm. he, he made it's something about him. He just he, you say, oh, I've got he's he's got my back and his rhetoric is 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 strong. So it really it, if people aren't paying attention to his actions, it looks like he's helping you, but he's really oh, not. Yes. So I, yes. I, I, I'm skeptical of all of this, Billy. I do think it's if it's if it's just on the surface, they want to go after him. It's really dangerous because this has never happened before. So a political calculation says. Donald Trump is in a better position. I don't care yeah. what the drudge says. He's in a better position than he was two weeks ago. I agree with you. Yeah. So, I, I, I and Teflon agree. Don, by the way, Teflon Don goes back to John Gotti and Billy knows that. That's a, remember the old Teflon Don headlines. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and they use Teflon Don for Trump here. You yeah. Know, because, um, I mean, what, what else are you going to say? But I think Kenzie was right. Guys. That's what I was getting at. So Kenzie's I, right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Kenzie, Kenzie, uh, Kenzie's absolutely right. Um, 
damn, I, I had something to say and I lost my train of thought on it. But th- does anybody have anything else to say about uh, about Bernard Carrick before we move on? Don, you got something? No, no you don't want to talk about he is, it. Well, he is, he is what he is. He, he's he's a typical. Uh, he's a tip. He represents that law and order wing. Uh, what was he? Former uh, head of the cops in New York, wasn't he? A bit. I mean, right, right, right. Giuliani point. He, yeah, yeah. So you know that that wing, and that's the establishment Republican ring, which has always loved police. So they right. love federal police. They love the FBI. So that's why this is going to cause a sea change within a republic. They're going to have to do a, a really delicate balancing act to be able to dismiss all that history. I mean, I guess they can just keep saying this is not the same, but they're also still in love with police at all other levels. So is it just the I love FBI the they hate? Yeah. So, so you, you got it. This is all part of the same process. We have a militarized, militarized police force locally and federally. But it's been that way for a long time. They just didn't notice until they went after Trump, and that's why, again, I think this is this is all theater. And the Teflon, uh, you know, it can, it, it, moniker can be—I think you should use it for Bill Clinton, Ronald Reagan. It, it can be applied to anybody because everyone in a position of power is Teflon because you can't make anything stick to them because they're all above the law. You're absolutely right, Kenzie. You got anything? No, I'm good. We can move on. All right, let's try this. Let's see Let's see if I can make this work. This might be a complete disaster. Typically, Tone handles this stuff because my computer just does not want to cooperate with me. But I got it to work this morning, and um, there's no guarantee that I'm going to get it to work now. So let's try it. Okay, so we're going to talk about pleading the fifth, and, and Kenzie, <laughs> Kenzie, Kenzie referred to all the clips of Donald Trump you know, saying the complete opposite of what he, I mean, this is, this is what Donald does. He, he's that dude. That's what he does. Okay. So here are some clips. Let's hope this works. Let me see. Does it work? Tone, let me know. Can you see it? I see it. You see it. It's dope. Okay. Should I expand this? Make it bigger? I will. There you go. Yeah, it's not too much bigger. What the hell did I just do? There you go. Watch that. Hold on. There yep. you go. Boom. All right. Okay, guys, let's play this shit. Listen to Donald. When you have your staff taking the Fifth Amendment, taking the Fifth so they're not prosecuted. When you have the man that set up the illegal server taking the Fifth, I think it's disgraceful. Disgraceful. Fifth Amendment. Uh, (laughs) If you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? Fifth Amendment. Horrible. 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 He pleaded the fifth, and that was the end. We never heard about him again. This is like Watergate, only it's worse. Because here, our foreign enemies were in a position to hack our most sensitive net <laughs> security secrets. Hey there, I'm Chris Hayes from MSNBC. All right, Thanks we don't want to support it. that. We just wanted the clip. Let me move back because I don't, I, I don't want to give him any time. All right, so uh, Tone, give me your thoughts. What are you thinking? He ple- he pled the fifth. He he walked in there like a G, you know, and it's like, hey, you know, I'm gonna go talk to Letitia James. I'm gonna shut it down. And then he just sat down and said, "I plead the fifth for everything, for everything." I don't know what does this mean to you. Go ahead. Well, this is part of his operating system. He has no principle. He's he does the, he has no shame in anything. Anything he says is well. I mean, you know, <laughs> he can change his position at will. It's kind of it's kind of genius. I mean, really, he's just malleable. It's almost like the Mushin or Mind Like Water because there's, there's, he's formless. Like you're trying to figure out what he is. He's always changing shape. I mean, somebody like us, we would feel like, well, we really stepped in it. He doesn't feel that. He's going to use whatever is it to his advantage. He uses it against his opponents. Um, and yeah, he's going to use he's going to plead the fifth, which is strange, right? I mean, a, a former president at the I mean, the high you're the commander in chief. What are you pleading the fifth from? Are you trying? You you don't want to self-incriminate, right. but what was it that would even be possibly incriminating? This mm. is this is really strange. And again, we don't know the, why was his legal team <clears throat> not in touch with the Department of Justice? <laughs> and they, I supposedly they were or they weren't. I don't know. But then they're going to surprise raid a former president. What what did he have? I mean, you <laughs> the the. QAnon crowd will say that he had all the documents on JFK and you know Green uh, <laughs> Chrome and he's hiding them in his safe at Mar-a-Lago next to uh, Melania's shoes, you know, or something. And they came in to get him. I, I I don't believe any of that. I think it might have just been, and they might have set him up in a way like, hey, you can take these or that, or and, and anything that has 
top secret or classified on it, uh, that's a crime. You move it. Look at Sandy Berger. Everybody remember Sandy Berger? I know Don knows yes. about Sandy Berger. Yes, he yes. went into the National Archives. He was uh, the, I, th I think, National Security Advisor for Bill Clinton. He Bill put Clinton. documents down his pants, went outside <laughs> of the of the na of the National Archives <laughs> and set them on fire. Nice. Like, in, and then they're like, well, we don't know what to do. Right. But if, you're, if you're a president and you're walking, you, you, you take those documents because you I mean, you're right. He doesn't read them. Does he even know what he has? He just walked out with files, which says a lot about our government and, and about the continuity of power. Like what what is actually going on up there? No, you're absolutely right. He does not read these things. He doesn't. This is this has been established. So I, I personally don't think he has anything. <laughs> Because what, <laughs> what what did he do? Like, he's not reading these things when he opened it up and found a sandwich and decided to take it freaking to Mar-a-Lago. Like, I mean, what is it? Like, he, is he's there... not reading these documents. So I I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. At least that, that, that's where I'm coming from with this. What's up, Don? What are you thinking? He played the fifth. Uh, yeah, again. Well, again, I, I and again, I, I think it's nice that the right is now going to discover the uh, power of the Fifth Amendment. So it's, 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 just, it's, it's just it's just. It's what it's it's a good thing, and I got in arguments with leftists because you can you can flip the script again, and the same right. left that glorified all the Hollywood ten and all the people that were accused of being commies back in the during the days. Hey, fifth is powerful, man. You play that's your rights, your constitutional right. So the left loved the fifth, and I try to point it out to them. But Donald Trump, their ultimate this is the this is Satan to them. Or that he's whatever he does. So Trump can't win if he was legitimate. He's not legitimate, I don't think. But he can't win. So he pleads the fifth, and, and Tony says, I don't know why he would plead the fifth to this. It, it does kind of make him look guilty, but that's what people, the opponents of the fifth, have always said. Well, you know, because mobsters used to plead the fifth all the time, and everybody criticized that. But the Fifth Amendment's there for a reason. It's important, like all the other, and, I, it, and Tony's mentioned about the First Amendment. Now, I don't suspect that uh, Trump is any great fan of the First Amendment, and certainly no one on the left is at this point. But, but I think, you know, I always defend everyone's right to... Uh, to plead the Fifth Amendment, and but uh, again, we recognize this is the split we have. When Trump is involved, one side's going to see it one way, and the other side's going to see it the other way, and they're not going to recognize it. You have the inconsistency that you had on video all the times that the Trump past Trump said, "No, no one should plead the Fifth. Okay, yeah, it's all out there. The record's there. He's not embarrassed by it, as Tony points out. But we also have the record of the left, the same left that is criticizing him for doing it, that has certainly recognized the power of the fifth. And again, if we had an ACLU out there, I, I'm one of the few civil libertarians left. The ACLU now has, has said they're not concerned with civil liberties anymore because they, you know, they, they said that in response to the January 6th political prisoners being denied due process. So they're not, you know, even though they're called the American Civil Liberties Union, eh, civil liberties, not really. So they really should rename themselves like the American Climate Change Union or something like that. So they can show what, what they're actually keen on. But if they were still around, they would be, the first ones to jump in and say, hey, look, everybody has the right because they were they tried to be impartial, at least. And that's what I'm trying to be. So and again, I'm looking at this because you know how I look at it. I think Trump is an actor. So I don't take any of this mm -hmm. realistically. And I think I've tried to tell the, his supporters, you're putting all your trust in the, the, the wrong guy. But now they're fired up and they're ready to go. I mean, when you when you can get the right when you get Marjorie Taylor Greene, people like that wanted to fund the FBI, that. That is a that would be almost like if you could get the left suddenly to you know want to lock up everybody in BLM or something. I mean it's a it's a sea change, and uh, mm -hmm. it's because of this guy's giant orange personality. Absolutely, Kenzie, what do you got? Yeah, I just have one more thing on this. Like you know, earlier I was talking about this is all political theater and for show, and some of it definitely is. I think that we're missing the thing that's right on the tip of our noses and. Tony, something that you said made me think of this. Um, the fact that the FBI stormed in, you know, this is Trump's home sort of deal. Uh, that should show everybody how dangerous of a situation you're in constantly in this country. It doesn't right. matter if you're black, white, Asian, Hispanic, what part of town you live in. It doesn't matter at any time they can bust down your door when they feel the need to do so. And no one is safe. No one. I, I, I agree 100%. Right. There's absolutely no one safe. Um, yes. I've um, always yeah. believed that, but this just put it on the world stage. Oh, absolutely. You're, you're 100% right. There's no reason to doubt it. 
Unless you're a real criminal, then you're real. You're okay. Then you're probably fine. You're super. Yeah. Don't. Don't the Bloods and Crips, uh, don't they have like a headquarters somewhere? I always wonder why they never busted them down or Hell's Angels. Mob, somewhere. Yeah. yeah, you're good. I mean, the FBI, if you need a bomb built, they'll build it for you. Ask the 1993 World Trade Center yeah. guy. Yeah. Hey, where's where's <laughs> the guy right. that did this stuff with the Georgia Guidestones? Where's that guy? Right? Yeah. No, we, him, no, nobody yeah, even yeah. cares. Nobody cares because all that was was... It's Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> Somehow the bit... The bit the Bingo. videotape was just like Sandy Hook. It wasn't working. Uh, there's no videotape. No, no, no. I think Tony makes a very astute observation. I think uh, I think yep. that videotape of what happened at the Georgia Guidestones is sitting in Mar-a-Lago, along with Hunter Biden's laptop that's sitting there too, <laughs> uh, and and uh, and right. Anthony Weiner's laptop. All of that stuff is in Mar-a-Lago right now, and that's what the the raid that happened. That's why it went down. Okay. I want to shift gears. Uh, very quickly in the interest of time tone talk to me about uh the report that you sent to us about uh, about vaccines that are killing people left and right what's up yeah there's uh t- well there's a couple that came out this week let me share screen here real quick and this is off natural news and i didn't get to this yesterday on my show but ethan huff writes over at natural news as you guys know i i have problems with mike adams and some of his analysis but- as you should I can't really take what he says seriously very much, but he has a good crew over at at Natural News. So I still read a lot of Ethan Huff and he gets picked over on Lou Rockwell a lot too. But this is interesting. This is government data out of the UK shows that one out of every 246 COVID vaccinated people dies within 60 days. And again, you can look through the article. There's a lot to unpack here and it's kind of by accident. They had a, you know, the equivalent of a FOIA request uh, over there, and it was uh, it led to the re- revelation that one out of every 246 people who gets jabbed um, in England ends up dying within the first two months post injection. Mm. Uh, at first, officials mm. in the United Kingdom tried to claim they did uh, not hold such information. Each FOIA request was given the same pat answer, a standard form letter insisting that details about when a person died post injection are not available. Although the the Office for National Statistics, the ONS, meanwhile, this being the UK's largest independent producer of official statistics and nationally recognized and reputed source of associated data, recently published the very data that the government authorities claimed did not exist. And the data is indeed astounding. Uh, There's at least 90 percent of all covid deaths over the past year have occurred in people who took the jabs. Damn, I, I can believe that, you know, um. Do we know ultimately? I mean, there's going to be research that come back, you know, that that, that pushes back on this. But uh, I, I can certainly believe it. Like I saw so many people that got vaccinated that got sick, and then they got really sick. Like I I mm-hmm. saw this, you know. Um, so I I can believe that people people died, I, I or are dying as a result Did of this. See the uh, what's up? I I don't know if we have a probably not a link to pull up on this very easily. It was hard for me to find. The uh, amount of people that are on disability after mm. we introduced yes. the vaccine, it only Jesus. took like a couple of months and it just shot way, way up. Wow. And it'll probably continue mm. to shoot way up. Um, mm. So even if you're not dead, you know, you're injured, you're stuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just messed up. And the things that people will say, you know, what's crazy last night, I want to bring this up because we were talking about Trump. All these people like that are dying from this shot apparently are just you know, they're part of the sacrifice for, for Trump. Yeah. Trump introduced all of this to us and brought on operation warp speed, but he wanted to make sure big pharma had enough rope to hang themselves <laughs> is literally what people are saying on the internet. And I'm thinking in my head, <laughs> yes, of course, we're going to get rid of millions, maybe even billions. If we're talking about globally of people. Yeah. So pharma has enough rope to hang themselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Talk it's, about it's, mental gymnastics. Go ahead, Kenji. Continue. Q plus, man. It's it's <laughs> apparently it's Q plus now. Yo, I learned I that love, too. I love um, that, Kenji. <laughs> Bigger and better. Yeah. Yeah. So I it's Q on that. steroids. <laughs> and good lord, if we need to one day we need to go over documents on how you induce psychosis and schizophrenia into people because right. boy, MK Ultra has gone so far and so advanced it's, it's uh, yeah. amazing that sounds like yeah, an episode yeah. of the infinite fringe so oh let's do it i'm extending yeah. an invite right now 
we can all get together. Let's just do it on the fringe. I, I, I'll yeah. throw it up here later. Later, if uh, if you if uh, people are interested, Don, yeah. we didn't get your thoughts. I want what's up. Yeah, well, Kenzie makes a good point about the psychosis right. there, and you know the the other the other things that I've heard from the Q people trying to defend uh, Trump's uh, you know claiming credit for the vaccine is that he had to do it because otherwise we would have been locked down for years. It's the only thing that got us out of the lockdown. And the other thing is that he. Look what's happening! Look how many Democrats are dying because of it. You know, so there's like, so they they credit this no matter what he does. Again, he's he's a hero, yeah. and, and the, again, the other side, no matter what he does, he's the ultimate villain. So again, yeah, I think he's a giant actor. But uh, I've seen other because uh, uh, I'm, I'm rewriting. I'm, I'm going back to my book uh, on the on the uh, the COVID nonsense where I, I'm going to try to finish that up. But I, so I'm looking for uh, all the information I can out there, and I've seen recently uh, other stuff in the mainstream media that talk about how, again, the, the evidence seems clear that you're far more likely to die of alleged COVID if you've been vaccinated than if you hadn't been. The statistics are everywhere and they're coming from them. They're coming from the CDC, from official sources. Right. So uh, this, so that's why it makes it so absurd that you know, families like mine and every other family pretty much where you have all these family members running around and wanting to stay away from the unvaccinated and getting COVID themselves, of course, constantly. I mean, Joe Biden, look, how this guy's probably going to set the record for the most times uh, contracting COVID. I mean, God, how many times can, how, yeah, how many times can he, he's like the Lou Gehrig of COVID. How the hell can you get COVID that much? And he's had so many vaccines and boosters and, and, more, more and COVID, more COVID, man, he's more yeah, COVID. Well, I mean, and considering what bad shape he's in otherwise, uh, it, it really stretches belief to believe this COVID is that serious because if, if it can't kill him, you know, I don't, I don't know what good, but I mean, look at him. He looks, he's a pretty vulnerable target, but uh, yeah, you know, so this is uh, like the, the, everything else about COVID. It's a complete joke, but uh, I, I'm looking for all those kind of statistics to put in the book because uh, those people that will dare to read it will see, God, we've been lied to from the very beginning about everything. All right. One last story before we get up out of here. Uh, this is from Zero Hedge. This is Tony's also. Uh, the World Economic Forum calls for merging of human and AI intel to censor hate speech and misinformation. So that what you just said, what you just said, Don, that's that's misinformation. OK, just giving yes. you a heads up. OK, everything and, and everything we do here on America Unplugged is complete misinformation. Uh, and that's going to be, you know, there's going to be a, a technology that that is going to pick that up. And, and it's hate speech. We're hateful here. We hate. You know, well, we do hate the elites, right? We do hate the new world order to some degree. That's for lack of a better term. We call it the new world order. Tony, what's up? What's going on? What do you got to tell us? Well, I think we can all agree by now that the World Economic Forum has nothing to do with economics. Can we all agree? <laughs> I mean, yeah. possibly the, the economics of the ultra rich and depopulation. But yeah, this is something again. Um, and by the way, right on the heels uh, and we can talk about this right before we close. The CDC just announced that you no longer have to quarantine. You know, mm. they're oh, no yeah. longer doing any of the COVID theater. They're, they're starting to back off. Let's put it this way. So the controllers, I think, are, are saying, well, well, we need, you know, Klaus Schwab even wrote COVID-19 and the Great Reset. Right. I mean, he's, this is the fourth, the fourth industrial revolution, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think this is part of the the future of AI and, and the control over the narrative and all the things that are happening. They, you know, they did uh, cyber polygon uh, very recently uh, talking about, you know, the internet kill switch and, and uh, massive hacks. And again, they want to control They think how far they could have gotten Billy in the last two or three years had alternative media just not existed. I mean, they could have gotten even farther. I think that they would be, um, yeah much in a much better position but all of their stuff falls apart because the mainstream cooks out and goes over the top and then we're still here i mean yeah we still exist i mean we're, we're not on major major networks or and again we're censored almost everywhere but people find us we still right. exist and so their narrative is hurting so they're using i think they're going to be using more and more technology to control hate speech whatever that means um yeah. i'll read a little bit of the article uh, despite the fact that no one asked, the World Economic Forum is now advocating for the merger of human and artificial intelligence systems to censor hate speech and misinformation uh, online yeah, before it's even allowed to be posted. So kind of like pre-crime. Right. 
a report published by the official WEF website ominously warns the about the peril of the dark world of online harms. <laughs> what does that even mm. mean? The dark world. <laughs> it's going to be a dark winter. It's a dark winter. <laughs> the dark world. The dark web. You know, it's funny about the dark web. When you learn about it, it's just, oh, it's just a place where I'm not completely subject to, you know, the, the, the control grid of the psychopath. So yeah, <laughs> anything that is, anything that is bad is called smart, right? It's a smart city, a smart bomb, a smartphone. <laughs> it's not, yeah. it makes you stupid or it <laughs> hurts you. And anything that's really good for you is called dark, right? <laughs> I'll throw it to you. Why is it called dark? Don, what are you thinking about this? Well, you know, the first person I heard, uh, this this is something else. Again, whatever you think of him, he's probably he's some kind of an actor as well. But the first I heard about the merging humans with AI was from Alex Jones. Yeah. He started talking about that years ago. And at the time, I had never heard that. I said, that doesn't make any sense. And it still makes no sense to me. I, I don't know what the, hell, what the hell they're doing, but I guess it's their way to achieve immortality because they certainly don't believe in God. So no. they don't think they're going to achieve any kind of spiritual immortality. But yeah, it's, it's very... It's all disturbing. And uh, again, just, you know, just briefly mentioning Alex Jones, anybody that can watch some of the highlights for that trial I did, it just shows you where we're at. And it kind of fits in mm -hmm. with Trump raid and everything that uh, this this government, the legal system has always been bad, always been unfair. I've written about it for years. There's so many probably I think more prisoners in prison are probably innocent than guilty, to be honest with you. I really think so. So it's no, uh, you know, a shock to me when I see another person cleared a DNA that's been in there for decades. It happens all the time. So the system was always bad. But if you watch that judge in his case and you saw the judge in Roger Stone's case, don't think that won't come back to you. If you want to be in a courtroom like that and this we're talking about AI, emerging AI and human technology. The first person I know of that was talking about it was Alex Jones. He's in court now and everything he's ever said has been scrutinized. They're punishing his thoughts his past thoughts, his present thoughts, it's a clear-cut thought crime thing. That can come on any of us. But, you know, again, Alex Jones is very much like Donald Trump. He's like this big personality where people love or hate him. So a lot of people, including in our world, much of the conspiracy world is cheering it on. Yeah, yeah that guy, he sucks. He's a disinfo agent. He's horrible. He gets what he deserves. That's fine. doesn't matter what he is. It's going it to come just... back. Don't think it will come back. Ahead, yeah, Hans. it's it's another part of that show I wanted to add on because even if I don't like Alex Jones, what that showed me is they could come at me anytime right. for the stuff that I've said on my tiny little right. YouTube yes. channel. Right. And most yes. of the time, my suspensions came from quote unquote hate speech. Jeez. So I'm just throwing out I don't got fifty million dollars to give to some kid. Out there. Okay, <laughs> yeah. not happening. Um, and that's why they, that's what, no, and, and, and that that's why again they picked him because he's the head of. And again, he 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 may very well be in on it. If you watch that trial, you'd have to kind of think, well, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what kind of defense is being launched here, and certainly his choice of attorneys. Uh, he got. Know, I thought the up. Trump legal team. Yeah, well, I mean, I thought the Trump legal team was bad, but Dino, man, Dino made yeah. uh, Sidney Powell and, and those guys look like Perry Mason. I mean, it was. I, I don't. He. I, I literally, from from my home, not in the courtroom, I had defended Alex Jones as much as uh, he did. I mean, he literally <laughs> sat there like a statue. And the, the prosecutor at one point is blasting him and saying how incompetent he is and leaking. Yeah. He's sitting there motionless and taking it. It's like, what? And of course, just like the Trump thing, just how Trump always appointed never Trumpers constantly. Dino's start came as a prosecutor under Eric Holder. And who has Alex Jones certainly has talked about Eric Holder a lot. So again, just like Trump, what are you doing picking a lawyer from that stable? Did you really expect? And then, you know, he acted like he was still with Eric Holder the way he was defending him. So just, you know, not good times, but please, you know, and I, I like hearing uh, Kenzie appears to have some civil libertarian in her. That's great. We all need to do that. Look out, protect it. Even though you don't care about it, you hate yeah. what somebody's saying, you have to protect it because it could come back on you. Mm -hmm. uh, you're absolutely right. Um, and uh, I'm no fan of Alex Jones. I think uh, I, I don't I don't think he serves a purpose anymore for a long time. Well, he might serve a purpose, but not one that's beneficial to us for a long time. I think he put out really good information and then he went south, you know, and uh, it's it's been nothing but nonsense. Actually, cheap plug. I did an in because of Tony Arterburn, he hooked it up. I did a I did a uh, a show with David Knight, 
And I'm, I, it's, it's going to go up, if, if not today, tomorrow on the Infinite Fringe. Um, and, uh, and we discussed this to, to a certain degree, you know, um, so, so go, go check that out. Um, ultimately it's, it's, it's a, it's a massive problem. That's just, just the way it is. And, and if, if they're coming after him, they're going to come after everybody else. Yep. That's right. That's it. That's it. You know, and, and as, as much as I hate him, you know, and this is what we talked about with, uh, with, um, hate is a strong word. I use it. I don't hate Alex Jones. Okay, I, I, I certainly dislike uh, the information he's been putting out. I dislike Steve Puchinik and, and Michael Flynn and all these disinformation agents that he had there. And I spoke about that with with David, you know, but but still um, he should be allowed to do that. We need to go in a different direction, realize that it's bullshit and not subscribe to the nonsense. Right. And do our own thing. He, he, I mean, if they shut him down, they're going to shut everybody else down. And they, they, they've they're they're taking steps towards doing it like we, we we have less and less places to broadcast out of you know and there will be one narrative and there will be um uh, certain branches of that narrative that people are allowed to to take the position the position of to to create artificial debate but ultimately it will lead to the same uh place there will be no free thought. There will be no actual challenging of a narrative. And we need that. And here in the alternative media, we've been wrong many, many times, but we've also been right. You know, so um, the, the alternative media is necessary to keep these people honest because otherwise they're going to run amok and they're already trying to do that. So, all right. I want to talk to the people in the chat because they gave us collectively $45. Thank you. For hooking us up, one of the tips, and I forget who it is, but I'm going to look for it, Tone, while you give your, you know, your information. One of the tips was for your dogs. You know, they, 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 they yeah, they gave like $5 or $10 for your dogs. And I'm like, you know, I, I have a dog, you know, I I, I have Apollo here, you know, I, I'm how come, how come my dog has to starve? Yeah, I got you know. two dogs. You see, Kenzie has dogs I too. Got some dogs. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it's is Stephanie Green's in the chat room or not. She's she's been so supportive. Stephanie of me, was. She I saw. Me a, great. Well, uh -huh. hello, Stephanie. But she uh, sent me a note, Tony, that she said her nickname in high school was Beans, so she can always relate oh. to your dog Beans. <laughs> My dog Beans. It <laughs> might have been Stephanie that left that that left that tip because I know she she's did. always tipping. She's something. <laughs> all right all right let, let me let me let me holler at some of these people and then and then we'll get out of here wolfman jack is up in here what's up felix caraballo both of you what's going on we appreciate felix. you guys the real rainbow what's going on my dude how you doing i see you uh after the fact i'm i'm glad to see you here uh in in the chat with us uh, jason barker is here what's going on the dude chris graves what's up buddy yeah, doing chris. fantastic work fantastic work on his podcast man he's killing it it's like he's been yep. doing it for years. Go listen to, to Chris Graves' <laughs> podcast. All right, who else? We got Angry Tiger. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Good. Uh, thank you for being here. Our dude Harps is here. What's up? How How is everything going? Raleigh's here. I don't know if I mentioned him already, but you get Riley. another one. You get one for free. <laughs> okay, now, uh, Tone, go ahead and start um, uh, talking about where people can find you because people want to know. People want to buy the gold. They want to buy the silver. They want to buy the merchandise. They want to. They want to hear your thoughts and know what you're talking about because it's always relevant and it's always useful. Tell the people what's up. Well, thank you, Billy. That means a lot. I can't wait to listen to the uh, David Knight episode uh, on on my favorite podcast, The Infinite Friend. Still my favorite show. Um, you can find me at arterburn.news. Uh, that's my website, and of course, uh, the main sponsor to this uh, magnificent program that I'm honored to be a part of is wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. We ship nationwide, and chances are if you reach out to us because you need precious metals, and there is no minimum, folks. I was on a radio show a couple weeks ago and got asked that. Um, we're not uh, too good to take your order. Whatever it is, we'll, we'll take it. We'll, we'll, we'll hook you up with some gold or silver. You could be talking to Kenzie. Kenzie <laughs> now works full-time uh, with Wise Wolf Gold and Silver. Really? Yeah, she Dope. Works. She is doing a fantastic job. Uh, she's already, I mean, her first weekend and she's out. I mean, she's outpacing me. I don't even know. She might, might be a hostile takeover. I might wake up one day. And it's like, oh, God, uh, she's already doing trades and telling me, I, I found this and that. I'm like, well, I, I've been doing this for years. I didn't know that. So she's great. We'll be talking to 
Kenzie, who um, may may become the wisest of all the worlds. We'll see. I'm going to be calling the office for kicks now. Kenzie, is that you? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> what you doing over there? <laughs> Just for, for no apparent reason. All right, Don Jeffries, tell the people where they can find you, the legendary. What's up? Well, they can find me, everything they need to know about me at uh, donaldjeffries.media, my website. And uh, I wanted, uh, Kenzie had mentioned earlier about uh, Twitter. I'm getting more and more active there. And Kenzie, I hope you check me out there too. Uh, yeah, if you don't know, about, if you don't, If you don't know about Twitter spaces, um, that it, this is the newest thing. I'm doing another one at 3 p.m. today. For whatever reason, Twitter is so censored. They just put out a new thing about hate speech or something. But Twitter spaces, I don't know how they do it, but it's completely uncensored. And uh, my spaces are getting, you know, better and better. Last week, I, one of the spaces that Lauren Boebert, I know probably Billy Ray's second favorite person in Congress, she was in the space <laughs> briefly. I don't know, she, didn't, she didn't communicate with me, but those are the kind of people that you could possibly interact with. So uh, it's great because it's, it's like a group chat if you've never done it. And you can, you, if you're interested, uh, you can see my link on my Twitter page today to it and I'll, I'll probably put another one out uh, maybe before it starts at three o'clock but uh, very cool you just come in and you ask to be a speaker and uh, you can just make your comments and you'll you'll get to hear me rant again as if you haven't heard me rant enough but uh, you know some some people like it and I obviously enjoy doing it so check it out today 3 p.m. today on Twitter well I'll be doing that I can't join you guys have blocked me but um, you didn't really block me. Blocked you? But, uh, no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't join because I don't, I don't have the technology behind it. Anyway, Kenzie, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, fringe underscore news or at Wise Wolf Gold, both of those on Twitter. And uh, I'm sorry I missed Thursday's show. If anybody here is like, you didn't do a show on Thursday, um, I did. I did just start working for Tony this week, and I. I told my partner, I, I understand why Wall Street does cocaine now. I'm not going to, but I understand it. <laughs> um, I was dead. I was in bed before it was even, um, before I would have even started my show, which is just crazy to think. So I'm, I'm going to possibly do a stream tonight on here. We'll That's see. That's dope. Fantastic. The, last, the last one I did really freaked people out, though. I, yeah, I People are digging the stream. Go ahead. I, I didn't mean to freak anybody out. I'm like i'm actually kind of sorry it is called fringe news like you're gonna get the weirdest <laughs> stuff and the darkest places of my brain so that's what it is okay <laughs> thank you kenzie and you're doing your thing i didn't know you were working for wise wolf congratulations and now she broadcasts right out of here on on rockfin the america mm -hmm. unplugged channel and it's a pleasure to have her Thank you. She's, al she's also going to be over on freeworld.fm when we get that cracking. Listen, I got a couple of people here. Uh, Stephanie Green gave us something. What's up, Steph? How you doing? Thank you very much. That was for Tony's dogs. I'm mildly offended. Mildly. We're, good, We're good. Thank you, Steph. I'm kidding. Um, Riley uh, gave us some money. What's up, Riley? Thank you so much. Paul King did the same. What's going on, buddy? Thank you. We appreciate you. Patrick S. hooked us up with something, too. What's up, Patrick? Uh, greetings and blessings. I'm going to keep scrolling, see what I find. You guys were very active in the chat. Alan Holman, what's up? I see you. Um, so I'm trying. John149 always here. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Um, so I'm going to keep I'm going to keep looking, but uh, I'm going to say goodbye. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. You can find me on the infinitefringe.podbeam.com. You can find me over on Apple Podcasts, The Infinite Fringe. Um, and it's also Fringe News. You know, very fringe. You might get offended. You might get, you know, scared. I, I don't know. All of these things are possible. But come listen. It's fun. Um, and uh, right here on America Unplugged every uh, Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on Rockfin, AmericaUnplugged.com and AmericaUnpluggedRadio.com. It is an honor and a pleasure to be here with uh, all of these fine people. To be honest, I, I love it. I love I hate it when I miss a show. And, and, you know, I have to sometimes, but I had to make this one. So um, very glad, very honored, very privileged to be here with, uh, with the cast and with all of you that tune in to see us week after week. Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Now it's time to go. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do the two hour show at some point. It, it'll happen. I just don't know when and I don't know how often. OK, we're going to get up out of here. Do not burn the place down while we are gone. All right. Take it easy now. Tony, you're going to play us out. Playing us out. Bye-bye.